Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Dr. E.J. McKenzie on Blog Talk Radio. dynamite, powerful. Uh, we pray that uh, even as this segment is the order of kingdom relationships, that God is put in every relationship in your life in kingdom order. Not only your marriage, not only with your children, uh, relationships with your parents, relationship with your siblings, relationships with your boss on your job, or your peers on your job, and your neighbors in your uh, community. Uh, God is a God of relationship. So we're uh, glad to have you to be with us to join us today. Uh, if you desire to uh, call in, have questions, those of you that is uh, blogging, um, uh, chatting rather, not blogging, but chatting, you can call up 800 number 877-537-3321. Once again, that's 877-537-3321. Uh, those of you that's already online, those that's on chat, go ahead and call your families and friends and come join us. I know some of you are at work right now. Maybe you can be on your lunch break, but come and join us today if you will. We would love to uh, uh, dialogue with you and have an answer any questions that you may have in the areas of relationships. This segment has been created and designed specifically for relationships, but we'll see what the Lord God has to say and minister to us today. All right, uh, Prophet Kathy, will you greet um, our ready audience, please? Good afternoon, everyone. Thank you for being with us. Uh, today we're speaking on the order of kingdom relationship, and uh, I really enjoyed this time uh, with my husband being able to speak the heart and the mind of God. God always seemed to speak something uh, uh, revelatory through uh, the man of God or uh, prophetically speaking to issues, uh, situations that may be uh, uh, in your life, and so God wants to give you his heart and his mind concerning the concerning relationship. So we thank you for joining us so you can hear the heart and the mind of God. Also, we want to um, um, uh, invite you to our watch night service. We're going to be having on the 31st of December uh, at 10, a, uh, 10 p.m. at the Embassy Suites Hotel, uh, same place that we just came out of our Supernatural Encounter meeting. So we'd like to invite you. If you... Uh, uh, don't have a church home, come be with us. And if your church is not having watch night service, we'd like to invite you to be a part of what the Lord God is going to articulate to, to us concerning 2013. He used to give us a word for the year 2000, uh, the year, uh, every year when we get ready to enter into it. He used to give us a word what he's going to do during that particular season. So we'd like to invite you to be a part of that and encounter what the Lord God is going to be doing with us and through us. Uh, looking forward to celebrating and ushering in uh, what God done for us in 2012 to usher it into 2013. And we pray that the momentum of God uh, from 2012 uh, will increase exponentially in the beginning of uh, the uh, uh, new year. Uh, don't watch next service. We will we'll be celebrating right on into uh, 12 midnight. So that's at 10 p.m., December the 31st. Uh, so come expecting uh, an encounter with the Most High God. All right, uh, Woman of God, what does the Lord have uh, put in your spirit uh, for today in the areas of um, uh, the order of kingdom relationships? Um, I'd like to go back to the message that was brought out that was ministered uh, by you on this past Sunday concerning apostasy. Um, and then God began to allow you to speak some things also on the prayer line this week. Uh, regarding um, a falling away. That's one of the definitions that you gave concerning um, apostasy, uh, falling away or standing away, um, a deception. And one of the things, one point that you brought out in that message on Sunday uh, was that my success 
is contingent upon who God has assigned to me. So thinking in the areas of relationship, who God has assigned to me uh, is is you. You're my you're my not only my husband, but you're also my uh, my pastor, my leader. And so my success as a wife and as a woman of God is uh, contingent upon my submission to you as my covering, as my um, first of all as my um, husband, and then as my covering, my authority uh, when it comes to the house of God. So um, for um, in this season that God is, uh, has brought us into, not taken us into, but in this season that God has brought us into, uh, something you said on the prayer line also, that when we enter uh, 2013, we will enter with the new. So um, I think for uh, relationships um, that we as um, something you also said concerning the men, and I'm, I'm leading up to a question. You begin to God begin to use you to speak to the men uh, on the prayer line that the men have an assignment to help their families uh, be in that place that God has called them to be, so they can embrace all that God has for them. So um, I think it's uh, so important as as um, wives that we understand our place and the awesome responsibility that God has given you um, as our uh, husbands that we must be uh, know our assignment and know our place so we can walk in uh, submission to you and help you, you know, praying for you and helping you um, so you can help us, you know, to be in that place that um, God has um, called us to be. So there would not be a falling away in the family. Uh, one, you know, you could be walking in that place, but then I'm falling away because I'm not submitted to you. So uh, I think this is the message from Sunday and on the prayer line was just so, revel um, so relevant for us today in that place that God is, uh, has brought us into in 2013. Mm -hmm. uh, I agree with that. You um, said a lot of things, but you didn't ask a question, though. <laughs> but it, it was good for the things that uh, you have a question. <laughs> yes, let me ask my question. You're right. I'm sorry. I, I did say uh, a lot. The question would be, how can a wife, um, because the point you brought out was my success is contingent upon my submission to my authority, so how can a wife make sure in this next season that she stays submitted um, to her husband to her authority, even if, um, you know, it may be someone listening who is not married, um, so, but they still have a covering, they still have an authority. So how can we as women of God and wives stay submitted to our authority so there would not be a falling away, we would not be operating in that spirit of apostasy? Well, I think the answer goes back to when we first started this segment. Uh, we were sharing some principles when we first started this particular segment. Uh, concerning uh, our position of authority, mm -hmm. and we're talking about the function, functioning in the confines of our position. So, number one, knowing who assigned you. Where we, uh, where women and men, where we miss it at when we focus on on the relationship than the one that assigned the relationship. Mm -hmm. So, it's, it's, let's, let's put it this way: if uh, I'm going to start a company. Mm -hmm. If that company is going to be successful, I need to understand my company and you understand my product. So I'm going to hire somebody. I'm going to hire somebody to aid me and to assist me to make this company successful. So when I hire this individual, I'm hiring them into a position then I need to help them understand what their function would be. So I'm, I'm going to just say if I hire you as a secretary, so this is what your function would be as a secretary. This is how you would take the load off of me. Uh, you, at the time, it's going to be me and you. So you will have to do multiple tasks. Mm -hmm. I'm going to interview you, see what your background is, what your skill is. I'm going to hire you, okay, uh, I'm not going to hire somebody just to be able to answer the phone. Then you're not going to be beneficial to me. Yes. I'm not going to hire somebody just to be able to dictate. You're not going to be beneficial, especially in the beginning. Right. You, the person has to be uh, uh, multitask oriented. Mm -hmm. uh, they may have to go to the bank. Uh, they may have to even go to some meetings where I'm not be able to may not be able to make up to a meeting. So 
Once that individual understands that, that when they get hired, they understand it from the beginning, mm -hmm. then it is spelled out for them, then they can execute. Mm -hmm. They can execute in the confines of their position that they've been hired to function in. That's going to, that person becomes a helpmate mm -hmm. to the boss of that company. Uh, and so, therefore, when they understand that, and they understand that I'm here to execute to help this particular person become a success. Now think about this here. The more successful that company becomes, the more blessed that person is going to be. Mm -hmm. That man, that boss or woman, whoever it may be, will not forget the beginning, mm -hmm. how hard it was and tough because this is a startup business. As because in the increase in growth, you got to hire more personnel. Now, who do you think that boss is going to take with him up as the business grows? The person he hired. That one. first person who hired was lawyer, dedicated, sacrifice. Yes. I believe this is where many wives miss it at. They really, to me, do not have a helpmate mentality. They know what the scripture says. Mm -hmm. They hear it. They read books. But the books they have read means nothing. You know why? Because what we don't understand is this right here. The Bible says that the letter, even the Bible itself, killeth, yes. but only the spirit gives life. Yes. So the reason why this don't work in not only a wife's and husband's life is because we try to embrace letter mm -hmm. that kills mm -hmm. and only the spirit gives life. Yes. And so that's why I think a lot of ladies is frustrated, a lot of men is frustrated. They know what the Bible says and they pray the Bible, mm -hmm. they confess the Bible, but when it comes down to executing, as Paul said in the Word of God, the thing I want to do, mm -hmm. I find myself not doing it, mm -hmm. and the thing I don't want to do, I find myself doing it. Yes. It's because the right thing, but he can't do it because he's trying to do it in his own strength, it, and it never worked. And I believe that's one of the reasons why going back to apostasy. So what happens because of the frustration of the man and the frustration of the wife? Are you asking me question about the wife? Yes. Then the wife began to defect. The word apostasy means uh, as well, to defect. Mm -hmm. She began to defect. Oh, she's still living there, but she has defected in the, in the heart. All defection takes place in the heart. Yes. All defection. And then it eventually manifests in a divorce or separation. But before divorce takes place, a divorce took place. Years before the divorce took place. Mm -hmm. Before there's a separation, the separation took place years before the separation it manifests. So there was the divorce is nothing but a manifestation of apostasy. The uh, separation is nothing but a manifestation of apostasy. Somebody has defected from God. You, you didn't defect from your husband. You didn't defect from your wife. You defected from God. That's what people don't understand. Yes. And because you defected from God, you are, then you end up defecting from one another. And the purpose and the reason of the defection. It's because we did not even have an understanding of our assignment, our function, because we put our, got our eyes off the function and we put our eyes on the, the spouse. Yes. Um, I, I think it's interesting that you said that we, there was a defection in the heart and um, that's where it begins, and we defected from God. Um, because if a wife is in, just say, any time I've missed it in, my, in our marriage, it's because I took my eyes off the Lord. Um, instead of me trying to work to please you, I remember one time you told me, if you please God, you will automatically please me. And has that always been my focus? No, because there have been times when I tried to please you, and, and that's when the frustration came or that's where I missed it because I'm working, working hard, works, trying to please you instead of keeping my eyes on the Lord, who will show me how to please you. I was doing it backwards, trying to please you and not please um, God uh, first. But the pleasing uh, should be to God first and then to you. 
Um, and that's where that's where the frustration comes because I'm working, 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 trying to uh, you know please you. Yeah, and that's that's good that you brought that out. Uh, I think this uh, to add to what you're saying, I think is an, uh, another element we have to look at mm-hmm. because all of this is easily said. Yes. And and what this reveals when we miss it, I think that. What calls us frustration when we miss it is because we don't understand the missing it. Mm-hmm. We take missing it wrong. Mm-hmm. We don't take missing it from God's perspective. Mm-hmm. And and what I, I'm going to tell you why I'm saying that. For all you that's listening, to, you really need to understand this because this is a manipulation. See, how many people have gotten frustrated because they missed it as a husband, as a wife, as a parent? How many have gotten frustrated? You get frustrated, aggravated. You want to quit, you want to give up. Not understanding that the missing it really is a signal. Mm-hmm. That God uh, is a signal that God uh, is uh, 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 allowing to manifest in your life. It's just like when we experience pain in our body. Mm-hmm. Pain is a good thing. It's not a negative thing. The reason pain is good because it is a signal that something is wrong. Yes. And so I shouldn't get frustrated and aggravated because I feel a pain. Mm-hmm. It's a sickness, okay? You need to take care of this area. Yes. You need to zero in on this area. Mm-hmm. So those people that take medication, they get a headache. It's a signal. So, okay, let me go get an aspirin. Mm-hmm. Let me take an aspirin if it's going to resolve the situation. It really don't, but... It alleviates the pain. Mm-hmm. So, but what we do, instead of looking at this as a signal that this is, I'm experiencing pain, what can I do to resolve the pain? We get frustrated. Yes. And, and God's trying to show you something is wrong. It's not, it, and this is what we get to that. We blame one another. Something is wrong with you. That's what we think. I'm feeling pain because something is wrong with you. No, God's trying to show me. You feel in pain, not because something's wrong with your spouse. You feel in pain because something's wrong with you. Something is wrong with you. The pain you're feeling, I'm trying to show you there's something wrong with you and me. You you and God, not you and your spouse, you and God. And so then I start pursuing trying to work it out or bash you, come against you because you're causing me pain. And not realizing that I'm causing myself pain because I really, really, really broke fellowship with him because nothing you can do, I put it this way, should mm-hmm. cause me to be able to break fellowship in, with him, yes. break my trust in him, break my faith in him. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where we, we, we miss it at yes. because we don't, we, don't, we don't understand the pain that we may be experiencing from the break of the relationship with each other is nothing but a sign that we broke relationship with him. Yes. Um, the teaching that you, um, I was I was, was thinking as you were sharing that, uh, when you say missing it with him, you know, I'm feeling pain because of my relationship, missing it with my relationship with him, not you. Um, and I was thinking about the teaching that you did, uh, the anatomy of man, and one of the one of the uh, messages you was bringing out the awesome uh, illustrations uh, that the Lord always seemed to use you with the you know showing us demonstrating the word. And uh, one of the things, one of the times you uh, brought out concerning learning how to live from within. And when I'm learning how to live from within. Um, then my focus is is not the external. My focus is the internal, the, the Christ who lives on the inside, focusing on the Spirit of God, hearing Him speak from within, so I can execute without. And when you were doing that teaching, I was, you know, asking the Holy Spirit to help me to focus on Him, not look at you, not look at anybody else, but to help me to focus. Uh, on, uh, on on him living on the inside of me so I can hear his voice and I can execute. And then if I, if I miss it with you, I'll be quick to apologize because the Spirit of God told me I didn't have to wait for you to come to me, but the Spirit of God told me, let me know that I missed it, and then let me come to you and apologize and uh, apologize to you and repent to him so I can get back in divine alignment, learning how to live from within. And, but that must be something that I practice every day. 
Yeah, uh, uh, once again, uh, what I really believe, where we miss it at, because you're absolutely right in what you're saying, you would not be able to do this. I would not be able to live like this. Mm-hmm. The missing ingredient is really the person of the Holy Spirit. You and I cannot live a victorious life. You, this, this this teaching on the anatomy of man, mm-hmm. spirit, soul, and body, yes. it is impossible for you to do this, for me to do this, without an intimate, personal, dependent relationship with the Holy Spirit. That ain't going to happen. Yes. Uh, uh, um, um, even though I'm not finished with this message, but I'm taught it, but the majority of people that heard that they got excited about it and brought conviction, they felt convicted for a season uh, until the, uh, 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 the message was over, which is really not over. We just kind of kind of been sidetracked. Uh, not even sidetracked is because God shifted us doing some other things. Uh, uh, how many people still had that before? That message right there to me is the most important message in the world. Mm-hmm. The and most important message I ever preached on, taught on, in my life. I think it's the most important message uh, in the body of Christ. Yes. Why? Be- I'm going to tell you why. It's not because I preached it. Because if I don't understand the function of my human spirit, the function of my soul, which has so many de- uh, departments, yes. <laughs> if I understand the function of it, and I don't really have to really be educated in all that. All I got to do is you learn how to yield to the Holy Spirit. But still, the function of my soul and the function of my body, how my examination, this is what people thought. Since I first got saved, I thought once you got saved, man, there won't be no temptation, no pain, no trouble, no nothing. I was going to be living on the cloud nine and just floating all day long. When hell started breaking loose, I said, what is this? Yes, yes. I didn't understand mm-hmm. that even on save, that the sin nature is still there. I didn't know that. Didn't understand. And not, not only understand it, not even when I first got saved, many, 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 many years after I got saved, didn't understand it. How many people have been saved 50 years still don't understand this? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so they get frustrated. They get aggravated because they don't understand how the flesh wars against spirit. We notice what the Scripture says in Galatians. But how many people can identify with it when it's happening to them at that time? It means nothing if I don't. For me to have the information, for me to preach it, for me to teach it, for me to confess it, and what we love, mm-hmm. we're so religious. We love to hear something we never heard before. Oh, man, that's good. Oh, I understand that. We, I'm, I'm so ready to tell my best friend, so ready to tell somebody else, mm-hmm. but have not experienced it nor lived it. But that's, that's vital until I can identify what's going on with E.J. McKenzie. When I'm having a conversation with you, if I'm feeling, uh, feeling stirred up on the inside, i got to be able to identify, what is this stirring? Mm-hmm. Where is this coming from? Yes. Before I say a word, before I articulate <laughs> anything to you, i got to check me out. Okay, what is this? Where is this coming from? Why am I feeling this particular way? Mm-hmm. Because you can trace every stirring yes. back to a thought mm-hmm. that has entered into your mind that you accept it as truth, or the flesh trying to make you accept it as truth. i got to be able to do that. And so, therefore, when I'm feeling, uh-uh-uh-uh, I thought coming, I got this me. No, because the thought that's going to come to me from my flesh is going to be something negative about you. Mm-hmm. My flesh don't want to live in harmony with you. Yes. <laughs> Why? Because this marriage is ordained of God. The flesh hates God. Mm-hmm. The flesh can't come subject to God. The flesh cannot obey God. So therefore, if God wants you and I to walk in harmony and you and I to walk in love, my flesh can't love you. Those people don't understand. Because my flesh, that's that's what sin was condemned in the flesh. The Adamic nature cannot do anything spiritual, anything good. So therefore, my flesh is going to start stirring up. If you say something, you do something that I think that has violated Watch this here. Me. Mm-hmm. Who is me? The enemy. Yes. That needs to be nailed to the cross. Mm-hmm. All this stuff is good. All this stuff that we're talking about is awesome, great, but it means nothing if I can't discern what is happening to me at the time and then me take authority over me and how I take authority over me, which I have no power to take authority over me, how I take authority over me is submitting me to myself to the Holy Spirit. Yes, yes. Means nothing. 
And I won't be able to do that, submit myself to the Holy Spirit, if I don't humble myself. Um, me recognizing that he's bigger than me, he's greater, and I cannot do this without him. I need his help every, every moment, every hour, every second of the day. I need his help because my flesh, you know, gets stirred up, and uh, especially when, you know, times when you and I have conversations and, and uh, you're bringing something out to me, point, bringing correction to me or pointing something out to me uh, to show me where I was a little off at, my flesh want to be right. And I've experienced that, want to be right and, you know, uh, want to be able to prove my point. Uh, but, again, going back to what you just said, who is that? That's me. That's my flesh. And, see, you, you just said something hit, uh, hit something that I think is vital, and I, I know the Holy Spirit allows you to say that, because what ladies do not understand is this right here. In, in, in what you just said, the majority, if not all women, uh, I want to say all, uh, the majority of women in the body of Christ challenge with that. They want to be right. They want to let the, they, they last point. Now, what a woman do not understand, a man, your husband, don't want to feel like he's in competition with his wife. Competing, yeah. And that's exactly what is happening. Yes. Men is very competitive, the average man that is, very competitive, especially with me. I was raised up, I was raised up in sports. So I was competitive from a little kid all the way up. Yeah. So so men like to go on the basketball court and, and compete. Uh, uh, even if they don't win, they feel like they competed. Yeah. It makes them feel good. So when a man come home, yeah. he don't want to come home competing in another game. He want to come on relax. Yeah. He want comfort. So if 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 a woman, a young lady, a wife. Learn these principles, and the most important word that you said that covers all of the perspective of spirituality mm-hmm. is humility. Because yes. mm-hmm. humility is totally dependent on him and not yourself. And pride is the opposite. It's the antonym of humility. Yes. And pride is not going to let you uh, humble yourself. Pride going to make you, well, who you think you're talking about? And this is going back to something else I heard you say. Well, you ain't my daddy, mm-hmm. but all of that stuff comes from Satan. Yes. That's a satanic mentality. Mm-hmm. But watch this right here. That same woman, that, say, that same wife that will make that statement, you ain't my daddy, won't say that to the boss on the job. <laughs> but it's said to your husband. Yes, yes. <laughs> satanic. That's true, yes, that's mm-hmm. true, yes. And, and, and uh, your boss you're not gonna you're not gonna challenge your boss, mm-hmm. make your boss feel threatened about his own company. Mm-hmm. You have the proper perspective, usually the woman on that job, mm-hmm. but don't have the proper perspective with her husband. Yes, yes. So it's out of back, out of whack, and out of balance. So somewhere, somewhere, uh, the that mentality has been developed in young ladies mm-hmm. before they got married that I have a right. Mm-hmm. I have a right. I have a right. But they don't think that way with the boss on the job. Mm-hmm. And watch this right here. And I guarantee you this right here, you can take this to the bank. Mm-hmm. That The woman that has that kind of mentality with her husband, she had that same kind of mentality with God. Yes. Guarantee it. <clears throat> when God don't come through, they pout. When God don't come through, they upset. And they think they God owed them something. Mm-hmm. And women don't only think like that, men think like that as well. Yes, yes. Mm. Um, I, as you were speaking, I was thinking about the mentality, you know, somewhere that mentality was developed somewhere that we brought it into our marriage to think that way uh, concerning, you know, um, you know, competing against you instead of walking in humility. And I was thinking about when I was younger, I used to see my parents um, have disagreements, have fights, you know, uh, from time to time, uh, uh, sometimes on the weekend, my father would get a little drink in him, and then he, you know, start raising his voice and talking loud and have an argument with my mom. And I can, re- I can remember seeing my mom. My father would say, you know, go on, just be quiet, just be quiet. And my mom always had to say something, always had to say something. And and I can remember my father saying, why do you think you always have to have the last word? And 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 looking at it now, that was wrong. That was totally satanic. That was wrong. That was not walking in a spirit of humility. But somewhere I saw that and copied that because I did the same thing uh, with you. 
and not having the right mentality that I am to that I'm the help me, which I didn't understand that back then, but knowing that now I'm the help me. I'm the one that is supposed to uh 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 come alongside you and assist you and aid you, uh that's adaptable and conformable, making myself know not just knowing the uh the definition of it, but learning how to walk in and learning how to in the given moment at that time apply that same definition that I can quote you know, earlier to somebody else, but apply that same definition to my own given situation so I can walk in a spirit of humility and not have my husband come home and compete with me. You know, you, you, you've been here on the job and, and had counseling sessions or uh, taking care of different things, and then you come home, you want to relax. Um, so I should help make that atmosphere conducive so you can rest. You can come home and want to come home to a place of peace, not say, oh, I drag on home today because what kind of, you know, I don't want us to have an argument today. No, let me help make the atmosphere conducive and right for you so you can rest uh, and being consistent in that so you can rest and have a state of peace. And that's good. And, 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 and once again, uh, 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 that's a process of growth. Yes. And I think what God does as well, God will even allow. Uh, this is we, we, this must become a reality to all of us. God uses the husband and He uses the wife to perfect one another. Yes, yes. yes. A man don't like a woman, uh, his wife, not a woman, his wife competing with him. But God may, from time to time, even allow her to do to compete just to perfect what is lacking in him. Yes. yes. So, so we have to understand. But what happens is this right here. Uh, 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 many men, this is how the devil will set you up. Listen to me, men. He will set you up this way. Just say uh, 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 you're experiencing uh, this from your wife. But you go to the gym. Mm -hmm. But if somebody, the the devil sending a young lady to compliment you, Mm -hmm. say, you know, I really admire you, you're consistent, working out, just give you compliments. Then what's going to happen? So when you get home, here's your wife. Mm-hmm. Now that devil is going to do what? Bring that the the conversation, the compliment that the young lady at the gym gave you. Yes, and make him feel that she appreciates him, him more there you go. than his wife. But what you need to understand is a lie. Yes, <laughs> it, it's never the way it appeared to be. The devil always going to tell you, man, and you, woman, uh, woman, wife, <laughs> that the grass is greener on the other side of the fence. Always going to tell you that. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> In time, you jump on the other side of the fence. <laughs> it, ain't what, it ain't what you thought it was. Come on. And now you're entrapped. Uh-huh. So this is what we have to bring balance to uh, what we're articulating because what happened, think about it, you brought up. Um, starting out this conversation about uh, apostasy, the mess we taught on Sunday. And so, uh, and, and, I, and I shared that one of the definitions is defecting. Yes. So when a man is, is, is feel like he don't need to be in co- competition with his wife, he's tired of the competition, but he's listening to the lies of this lady at the gym. And so next thing you know, he gets her phone number, so I called in her. What he just did? Set himself up. He just defected. Yes. Even though he haven't done anything yet, yes. But he defection has started in the home and his heart. Yes, that's good. That's good. Defection. Any listen, please listen to me. You need to understand what apostasy is. Apostasy, we say, uh, is defecting from God, turning from God. But think about it. You don't turn from God unless. You got something you turn into. Yes, that's good. Yes, amen. You don't turn from God unless there has been an object, an object that's saying, I'm better. Yes, yes. I'm greater. Mm-hmm. Come to me. Yes. I treat you better. Uh-huh. So, that, so, so, so every time the children of Israel defected, it's because they went after other gods. Yes, yes. Yeah. They went after something else that told them, listen, if you worship me, I cause it to rain. I'm the fertility god. I'm the god of rain. 
I'm the God of this. Yes, it's yes, a lie. Yes. God created the rain. God created the sun, the moon, the stars. But that's what he does, ladies and gentlemen. So he tries to give us the effect. So what God would do, he's trying to use me. What If you competing against me, mm-hmm. he's trying to get me to run closer to him. Yes. And submit to him. Yes. And so, so and this, I believe this is what will happen. If I do that, mm-hmm. then the Holy Spirit will deal with you. Yes. Because I'm trusting him. Yes. Now, I'm going to give you an example. Listen to the scripture here. I, I shared the scripture on last night. And going back to uh, what you were asking about a woman's position and a man's position about uh, 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 how this thing works. But listen to this, if you will. Everything is continued upon understanding the reality of our relationship with Christ and our relationship with God and the reality of what really was accomplished on Calvary. Yeah. Now, what we struggle with, I'm going to tell you why we really struggle. It's because we don't have faith. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to break this down. If I'm struggling as a husband, I'm struggling because I have lost faith. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with you, but that's the problem. My focus is you. My focus is my girls because I'm, if I'm struggling as a father. Mm-hmm. See, but listen to this scripture here right here, if, if, if you would. This, this is beautiful if we understand it. Uh, Romans chapter 8, and uh, I'm going to start at verse 31. Let me through 32. 32 is what I want to focus on. He who did not spare his own son, who did spare his own son? God. God. Mm-hmm. But delivered him up for us all. Now, let's break it down and make it practical. Okay. God did not, this, uh, uh, this, he did not spare Jesus. Yes. He, I mean, everything, his whole heart, mind, soul, he delivered Jesus up for us. Now, listen, let's make it practical. He delivered Jesus up for me to be the husband. Yes. He delivered Jesus up for me to be the Father. Yes. There is no excuses. Yes. I cannot make an excuse because he delivered him. Now, what, did, what happened when he delivered Jesus up? What happened was he broke the authority of Satan mm-hmm. over my life. Yes. As a, a man of God first, mm-hmm. he broke the authority of Satan over my life as a father. Yes. He broke the authority of Satan over my life as a husband. Yes. So he delivered him up for me yes. to be the husband. Mm-hmm. He delivered him up for me to be the, the, the father. Mm-hmm. He delivered him up for you to be yes. the wife and the mother. Yes. So, now listen to this. So we got to understand it. So if I'm failing, it's failing because I broke somewhere my focus on Jesus, faith in Jesus. Watch this here. So he delivered him up for us. Yes. So when he delivered him up, it broke all Satan's right over all of us from succeeding, yes. from being the parents, the husband, the uh, wife, the whole gamut. Yes. And watch this here. He who did not spare his own son but delivered him up for us all, mm-hmm. everyone is included. Watch this right here. How shall he not, mm-hmm. with the same one he delivered up, also freely give us all things? So he delivered him up yes. for us all. He canceled sin for us all by delivering him up. He broke the power of Satan off of our life by delivering him up. Now he's going to turn right back around and take that same Jesus he delivered up for us all. Yes. And now give us all things. Yes. So with Jesus, mm-hmm. he gives me the grace to be the husband. Yes. He gives me the grace to be the father. Yes. See, he, I mean, if I'm struggling mm-hmm. and say, God, I can't do this thing, yes. then I just lied. Mm-hmm. I told God he lied, brother. Yes. You lied mm-hmm. because I'm struggling. Mm-hmm. But God said, which the same Jesus mm-hmm. that broke the power of Satan off your life, mm-hmm. I have given him to you for you to be the husband and the father. Yes. I lie. Yes. You lie. Yes. Yes. You lie because what you're not submitting to the grace, the power of Christ to yes. be the husband, the power of Christ, and you can't, you can't receive the power of Christ to be the husband. 
if you broke fellowship with Christ. Yes, yes. You can't have his power without having him. He yes, is the power. Yes, absolutely. So with Christ, I can be the husband. Yes. With Christ, you can be the wife. Yes, yes. So when we'll, and watch this right here, and when we're missing it with one another, mm -hmm. it is because I refuse to allow the Holy Spirit to work Christ in me. Yes. Now, we've got to understand that Jesus is on the right hand of the Father. Mm -hmm. The Bible calls the Holy Spirit the Spirit of Christ. Mm -hmm. And the Holy Spirit, if he's the Spirit of Christ, then he's working in me. If I allow him, working in me, mm -hmm. that dimension of Christ to be the husband. Yes. The dimension of Christ to be the wife. Yes. So, we're without excuse. Yes. Mm -hmm. I think that um, also that's that's good and beautiful what you brought out. Um, and I was thinking as you were sharing that, going back to the message on Sunday about uh, apostasy, um, when you brought out in the book of Revelation concerning the, the churches, the seven churches, he said, I have someone against you that you left your first love. That's going back to what you just said mm -hmm. uh, concerning somewhere along the line, I have lied and stopped looking and stop trusting, you know, having faith in Christ who was delivered for me and has given me all, Christ is give, all, and Christ is all things. So my focus should be the Holy Spirit, uh, me having faith that he's going to, he's graced me to be able to do this. And I remember one time you brought out another analogy concerning with that role as a husband and as a wife, there's a grace that comes with it. So somewhere I'm not trusting in the grace. I'm not walking in the grace. I'm trying to do it on my own, my own strength, and I just keep falling flat on my face because I refuse to, to yield to the Holy Spirit. And and I think the greatest enemy to that mm -hmm. is our emotions and our feelings yes. that have not been nailed to the cross because the majority of Christians still make decisions based on their emotions and feelings. Yes. They feel overwhelmed. They feel belittered. They feel you disrespect me. Mm -hmm. They feel you dishonored me. Uh, they feel you embarrass me. And so, therefore, all of those emotions and feelings is still dominating and controlling. So what, what's happening, it cancels the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And so the grace is still there after making a decision to yield to it in the midst of the pain, yeah, yeah. yield to it in the midst of the bombardment in my mind. And the only way I'm going to be able to do that because I'm conscious of him and not conscious of the person or conscious of what was said but that's how it works. Whoever you are con whatever you are conscious of, mm -hmm. it's going to manifest. Yes. You're going to manifest what you're conscious of. Yes. If I'm conscious of the Holy Spirit, I'm going to manifest. But if I'm conscious of what you said and what you did, it's going to manifest. Mm -hmm. It's going to manifest in an argument, going to manifest uh, in a rebuttal. It's going to manifest. Yes. So who, who, during the midst, in the midst of the situation, who am I conscious of? Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. I think one of the, one of the greatest scriptures to understand that it's still the principle is in uh, I think that scripture is in Second uh, Peter could it be First Peter uh, let me see here is it Second Peter or is it First Peter I think it's First Peter mm -hmm. First Peter First Peter chapter two let's go to if you, those of you that's listening with us mm -hmm. uh, go go with me if you will uh, in your Bible. To First Peter, and we're going to look at chapter two here. Yes. And uh, verse eighteen. Mm -hmm. uh, now notice what it says here. Here is an order of a order of uh, of uh, relationships. Yes. Here's some principles. That's what I'm looking for. Notice right here, servants. Mm -hmm. Be submissive to your masters. Now, now notice who is to submit. Mm -hmm. Servants. Servant. Yes. is to submit to their masters. Employees is to submit to the employer. Uh, wives is to submit to their husbands. Yes. Congregations so, so supposed to submit to their pastors. Yes. Uh, uh, children so supposed to submit to their parents. Yes. People of a nation is to submit to their president, yes. their prime minister, mm -hmm. or their king, or their queen. So, so the the success is contingent upon having the right attitude. I want to use the word attitude first. Having the right knowledge of my position, yes. my role. Yes, yes. So, but I got to understand my role. Mm -hmm. I got to understand my position. Now, God made me a man. He made you a woman. Mm -hmm. He gave us girls. I cannot 
say, well, I don't want to be a man. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I want the position of a wife. I don't want to be a man. I don't want all this responsibility. No, no, no. He made me a man. The grace of God is there. Yes. If I desire to get married, the grace of God is there to be a husband. Yes, yes. If I want to be single, the grace of God is there to be a single man. Yes. I still make the choice. Yes. But now it says, servants, be submissive to your master with all fear. Yes. The word fear here, I haven't looked that up. I'm almost sure it means reverence. Mm-hmm. So you don't just submit, mm-hmm. but submit with reverence. Yes. So now who's writing this? Paul oh. is writing this. Mm-hmm. But he's writing under the inspiration of who? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. Yes. So God himself is downloading this from heaven, mm-hmm. giving us instructions how to relate. Yes. Okay, it says, servants, be submissive to your masters with all fear. Yes. Then it tells us, watch this right here, not only to the good and gentle, mm-hmm. but also to the harsh. Yes. So, so a person that's in a role of submission, Mm -hmm. supposed to submit with all fear, submit with reverence. Now listen to this. This this is where where, where a lot of ladies get, you know, I I hear what you say, but you know, and what you said is right, but it's how you said it. Well, (laughs) well, right right here it just said, submit to gentle. And if they harsh, <laughs> so sometimes, <laughs> sometimes isn't parents gentle to children? Yes. Is it sometimes parents harsh to children? Yes. Don't they supposed to still submit with reverence? Yes, regardless. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because I can relate because I've been there and <laughs> done that <laughs> and said that. <laughs> so, so the enemy's will go is to get me. Not to focus on my position. Yes. My assignment by God. Yes. God put me, assigned me to a role of submission. Yes. I am a, an authority in this household. I'm an authority in this relationship. I'm an authority in panorama. But at the same time, I am a servant as well to Dr. Brown and Bishop Hammond. Yes. So... I play a dual role. Mm-hmm. I believe almost every human being on the face of earth play a dual role. Yes. And so we may have a female senator, a female uh, 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 commissioner. Yes. But that means that commissioner is a female, plays a role that the people in her region must submit to her authority. Yes. But if she's married, when she comes home, she must drop that 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 commissioner role and now take the role of a servant or a helpmate to her husband. Yes, yes. So this is where the wisdom of God comes, the grace of God comes, the Holy Spirit comes. If I'm led by the Spirit, it won't be difficult for me to enter in in and out of each role. Yes, yes. Because when i when Dr. Brown is president, or Bishop Hammond is president, I automatically mm-hmm. enter into the role of a servant. Yes. And submit myself to these individuals. However they want to talk to me, gentle or harsh, I understand that this is coming from God. Yes. That's the key. I understand it's coming from God. Yes. I understand it's coming from God. Yes. Um, and when it says, servants be submissive to your masters with all fear, speaking as a wife, I must focus on, I'm submitting not with my eyes on you, but my eyes on him. Focusing on on him because God knows your makeup before we got married. He knew your makeup. He knew you would. There would be times you would be uh, calm, gentle. There would be times you would be harsh. He allows it. Going back to what you said um, earlier, he allows it to perfect my love, to perfect your love. He allows it. So my submission it should be with my my eyes on God, not you. You're absolutely right. Because nineteen counter. Uh, confirm what you just said, verse mm-hmm. 19. Verse 19 says, For this is commendable. Yes. This is commendable. This is commendable. Watch this right here. Why mm-hmm. is it commendable? Mm-hmm. If, mm-hmm. if conjunction. Yes. That means now here, here is uh, uh, God putting something out there for you to be able to make a decision because it, this is not, a, not something that is 
that uh, God going to make you do. Yes. It's a choice. Yes. If. Yes. Now watch it. If because of conscious towards God. Yes. Conscious towards who? God. God. Yes. He said this is commendable. If because of conscious towards God, one endures grief. Yes. Suffering wrongfully. Mm -hmm. But that's where the people miss it, right? Yes, yes. Husband and wife miss it. Yes. Because he says, if because of conscience towards God, one endures grief. Mm -hmm. Other words, you cannot endure grief if you're conscious of your spouse. Yes. You only can endure grief because I'm conscious of God. Yes. You only can you only can endure suffering wrongfully if you're conscious of God. Yes. Mm -hmm. Then you're going to hang in there. Yes. Because you believe that God is sovereign, God is orchestrating everything, you don't understand why God is allowing you to experience the grief with your spouse, yes. you don't understand why God is allowing you to uh, uh, suffer with your spouse, but because I'm conscious of God, yes. and I know and believe that God called a relationship, so therefore I'm going to focus on God, I'm going to stay conscious of God, I'm not going to focus on my spouse, I'm not going to focus on the circumstances situation, I'm not going to focus on the, what I'm feeling in my body, the grief, I feel like I'm being done wrong, blah, 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 and, and I'm not going to uh, um, meditate on the thoughts coming to mind. Somebody else loved me better. Uh, somebody else would be good to me. Somebody else would love to have a wife like this right here and and, 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 and cook for him and clean for him, wash his clothes. So all those thoughts are going to come into the mind. Yes, yes, yes. And the man going to be saying, well, somebody else will appreciate me more. Uh, I'm provided with the case mission. They, they, they are not great. See, no, 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 no. I'm conscious of me when I, no thoughts come. Mm -hmm. They're coming to get me to be conscious of me. Mm-hmm. Yes. How good I am with my self righteousness. That's, that's, that's all it is. Yes, yes. I'm so self righteous that you good, boy. <laughs> look how good you is, and look how they treating you. Yes, yes. No, no, that's self righteousness. Self-righteousness. So I'm, I miss God because I'm focused on myself. How good I am, because mm -hmm. because somebody else really would appreciate it. How many women would love to have a man like me? <laughs> <laughs> And the lady said, well, how many women would love to have a woman, how many men would love to have a woman like me? Yes, yes, yes. That devil is good. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. He's a master manipulator. <laughs> and it goes back to what you said earlier about the heart, because I can do the outward works, but in my heart, I'm really, you know, burning up, got pride and, and, and anger, and but God sees that. So it goes back to the heart. My heart must be right, not just doing it. The outward external, you know, uh, because I know you can't see my heart, but God sees my heart. Yeah, and I think it's, uh, uh, to add on what you said is just right here. See, see, uh, the Bible tells us everything you and I are supposed to do is do it as unto the Lord. Yes, yes. And not unto man. Yes. Do it unto the Lord, not unto your wife. Do it unto the Lord, not unto your husband. Mm -hmm. So watch this right here. Watch this right here. God is so wise. <laughs> He's not so wise. He is the epitome of wisdom. Yes. Watch this right here. So when I become conscious of me, my self-righteousness, how good I've been to you, and, 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 and you're treating me like this right here, number one, it is self-righteousness, and number two, it is a revelation that I really don't love you. Hmm. Because love never focuses on itself. Love always focuses on the benefit of somebody else. Love always focuses on sacrifice. Sacrificing itself for the betterment of somebody else that's love. So therefore, watch this right here. Because I'm not loving you, I'm conscious of me, and I'm not in this relationship by faith. Think about it. If I gotta serve God by faith, mm -hmm. I gotta execute this marriage by faith. Yes, that's good. And see, 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 because what happens is it's right here. When I focus on how good I've been mm -hmm. and it's not being reciprocated, mm -hmm. What is that? It's works. Mm -hmm. I won't pay back. <laughs> Listen, you ain't going to work for nobody free. Uh -huh. <laughs> so I'm doing all this work for you. I'm providing. I'm working hard, whatever the case may be. And so when I come home, I won't pay back. If I don't get paid back, I'm angry. Yes. That means I didn't do it in faith. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Because uh, it's got to be by faith, which is right here. Mm -hmm. In order to be by grace, at least somebody won't boast. Yes. And when I'm when I'm demanding payback from you, that's boasting time. Yes, I'm sure. I look. I'm I'm too good. I'm good, girl. I am bad to the bone. <laughs> Give me, pay me back. <laughs> and when I don't get paid back, I'm angry. I'm upset. Yes, that means I didn't do it in faith. Yes, I didn't do it to honor God. Yes, I didn't do it to bring glory to God. 
Because now, watch this right here, and that means it never was grace, it was EJ. It's going to be one of two things. It's going to be me or it's going to be grace. It's no in-between. Yes. Grace of me, grace of me, grace of me. If it's me, I won't pay back. If it's grace, I wait mm -hmm. until the Holy Ghost brings change. Yes, yes. That's good. That's good. Amen. That's going back to what you just said about the doing it in the fear, serving, submitting, you know, in the fear. Because if I if I'm doing it in the fear of the Lord, then my focus is not you. My 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 I'm not thinking about you at all. It has nothing to do with you. But I'm doing this as unto the Lord. I want God to be pleased because the verse 19 says this is commendable. Right. So so God looks at it as He looks at my. My uh, my uh, uh, my submitting to you, but really I'm doing it as unto the Lord. I'm submitted to bring glory to Him. And see, it says, and this is the one another problem. The Scripture says, God said, this is commendable to me. Yes, yes. It's not commendable to you, EJ, but it's commendable to me. Yes. So it's commendable if you endure grief. Mm -hmm. It's commendable. If you suffer wrongfully mm -hmm. and have the right attitude because you conscious towards me, it's commendable. Why is it commendable? Mm -hmm. Because it takes an act of faith, yes, an act good. of trusting God. I'm showing God I trust you. Yes. I'm showing God I have faith in you yes. and not my wife. Yes, yes. You call me to this relationship. You call me to this position. So I don't understand it all, mm -hmm. but I trust you. Yes. I don't understand it all, but my faith is in you. My heart is bent towards you, not my wife. And that's why I believe God allowed these things to happen, for us to separate and to divide our allegiance and our love. See, I'm not to love you. I'm to love him. And he takes that love I give him, and he, redir he redirects that love to you. Yes. But when I try to love you, Apart from him, yes. that's where the frustration comes, the aggravation comes, and everything else comes. No, I'm to love him. I'm to love him with all my heart, mind, soul, and strength. Yes, yes. Then he takes that love I give him. He rechannels that love towards you. Watch yes. this right here. Mm -hmm. He rechannels that love towards you when you ain't doing right, mm -hmm. when you're not doing, doing what you're supposed to do. So, but if I stop loving him, loving you, the same love he's trying to redirect, redirect towards you, what's happening? I'm cutting myself off from experiencing the perfection yeah. of the love of God. Mm -hmm. He loved us while we was yet in our sins. Yes, yes. And if you and I cannot love one another while we miss it, mm -hmm. it's never, it really wasn't love. Yes, yes. Because one of the things I, I said from time to time, so many people say they love God. But they lust God. Mm. They have a lust relationship yes. and not a love relationship with mm -hmm. God. Lust is putting a demand on somebody to give them what they want at their expense. Mm. That's what lust is. Yeah. I'm putting a demand on you. Give me. Give it to me now. I want it now. Yes. I don't care if you die. Just give me what I want. Mm -hmm. I don't care how tired you are. That's lust relationship. Yes. Yes. Love is, no, I'm going to give you mm -hmm. what you need. At my expense. Yes. I'm going to sacrifice to make sure you have what you need. Wow. <laughs> Our time went by kind of fast today. Yes. You I, have any last thoughts? Yes, I think that um, that if we apply the principles that we that God allowed us to share today, that there would not be apostasy uh, in our marriages, but the marriages will be whole, uh, and the wife will understand her position, the husband will understand his position, and they will return to their first love, which is God. Bottom line, we're to love the Lord with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength, and then we love our spouses as we love ourselves. He, ladies and gentlemen, have nothing to do with you and I. It's the grace. Yes. You and I, our marriages only could be sustained because of grace. Our families only can be sustained because of grace. If you and I understand that there will always be the element of pain in God perfecting us, but we must be conscious towards God. That is the key, being conscious towards God. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a pleasure I've uh, been with you on um, this Wednesday. Enjoy these Wednesdays with Captain myself coming to you, dealing in areas of relationship. We pray that God has ministered something to you. I know he did because we know God. He's, he's not a God of vanity. And so, therefore, we pray that you would take this and you would run with it. And uh, we just enjoy being with you. So until the next time, this has been Dr. E.J. McKenzie and Pastor Captain McKenzie with you in order of kingdom relationship. 
Tell somebody this week. God bless you. We love you. Appreciate you. Thank God for you. Uh, keep us in prayer, if you will. Keep praying for us. We want prayer. We need you covered. We need to be covered by prayer. God bless you until next week. Tomorrow, Captain, you bitch. Thank <laughs> you.